I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Bobby Manning here. Welcome to the Garden Report. It's a breaking news edition. Uh, a couple hours after the news here, getting started. Josue Pavone by my side and Jimmy Toscano back from the fourth, joining us shortly. No John tonight. Hey, Bobby, does, uh, does Grant get a tribute video or not? A light one. You know they like to do yeah. those. They're, they're, pretty, they're pretty liberal with them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Grant Williams, gone. I don't think too big of a surprise to anyone. The way it went down here, though, is a little bit surprising. Uh, Celtics pull off a sign-in trade with the Dallas Mavericks here. Long interested in uh, Williams, long linked to him. Most recently, the Athletic had written that Atlanta, Dallas, uh, a couple other teams, Charlotte, I think, became a hot late suitor here on the mid-level. And that's ultimately what Grant signs for here uh, with the Celtics helping them out. Dallas did have its mid-level. Uh, Celtics, I guess in a way, help Dallas move off a little bit of money here because they're getting hard-capped uh, by this move. And um, some picks coming Boston's way, I guess, is as value. They were looking for a first-rounder, according to reports, for Grant in a sign-and-trade. Instead, they'll get three seconds here. Uh Two in the immediate future, I think 2024 and five. And the 28 is a pick swap, right? I want to say. Yeah, I think that's the one. So, first reaction, Josue, I'll throw it to you. The writing was on the wall, Bobby. I I know people were out there thinking that it maybe wasn't. Look, I I don't think the Celtics were out there trying to trade Grant, but they were trying to maximize that deal, right? And I think matching it, was out of the question for the Celtics. I don't think they were comfortable giving Grant that type of money moving forward. Uh, He's not a starter. Does he have a chance to compete for a starting position? Maybe if you ask Joe Mazzula, maybe he's not crazy about it. I mean, obviously they didn't have the best relationship, wasn't the best chemistry. And I don't think, again, the organization felt comfortable giving him that amount of money. So I'm not surprised. I'm really not. Uh, I was hoping that they would get at least a, a player in this deal. The, the, you know, multiple second round picks. That part doesn't surprise me, but I was hoping they could somehow uh, get a little bit of both. But uh, that's his value right now, it seems like, right? And I think the Celtics are okay with that moving forward. Obviously, you have to replace this role, though, right? How do you do that? Do you go back out there and try to trade Malcolm Brogdon? Do you call the Los Angeles Clippers and try to find something, you know, there to to position themselves to get someone, you know, some help in the front court? But then you have to wait with this James Harden thing, you know, how that whole 
situation resolves itself, you know, where the Clippers stand after that, if the Clippers are still an option for someone like Brogdon. Uh, the TPE is valuable here in the sense of trying to match, uh, you know, a, another wing position or another guy in the front court that you can go out and get. Uh, but look, that's just where the Celtics stand right now. But they do have to replace Grant. I, I mean, regardless of how they feel about him and moving forward with him, uh, that, that that that's a big void in the in the front court that they're going to have to fill. Yes, and that's where I'll start. Grant, you're going to miss him. You know, how much will depend on how the big men in his place play. And, of course, part of replacing him is Chris Stapps. You, you add a center in there who's actually going to play center. The Celtics over the last couple of years got away from Grant as a center. You didn't see much of it at all after 2020 and 2021. Uh, so he was more of a four. Al Horford's going to side to that spot, I'd say, more often than not. You, you sign O'Shea Brissett for additional depth there, but you do have three big men in the front court as you did a year ago, and all three of them now can play center, uh, whereas Grant really couldn't with, with how they were aligning here. He could guard fives, but offensively he wasn't operating in that role very often. They weren't going that small with him being the you know big man on the floor often per se. So you get bigger here in this offseason. You're back to double big. Uh, but you do lose some intangibles here to me. And I guess some tangible uh, things Grant brought to the table. He was a really good perimeter defender. And Al Horford still is. Uh, but you're you're missing him in that regard. And as Horford ages, you were hoping Grant could slide into that position. You're missing that now, I guess, more than anything. Is yeah. you don't you don't have that up and coming guy behind Horford. You're vulnerable. You that right. you're really vulnerable there. Yeah, so your depth's hit a little bit here. You don't get a ton back in this deal. Reggie Bullock goes to San Antonio as the offsetting money. I think him coming back in this deal, and I know Bernadoni threw this out there and I agreed with him, would have made people feel a little bit better about this. I think a bigger TPE coming back would have made people feel a little better about this. I that was my big idea. Obviously, I gotta, you know, apologize for not knowing the base year compensation thing splits the TP in half because Grant going to Dallas only counts as half as much of the money he's getting here. So you only get a six, seven million-ish uh, TP, depending on how that first year salary shakes out. Gonna be closer to seven, I'd imagine, mm. which is something. And you know, the second rounders are something now. It seems like that's becoming a valuable asset teams like around the NBA. Another correction, 25 is the swap. So 20 uh four and 28 are outrights from Dallas, but it's not a ton. It's not a guy. And this, this is what frustrates me most Joe Sway that the Celtics really prioritized here because the biggest takeaway should be, this is the deal that the Celtics offered grant reportedly in camp. He declined it. He accepts it here from Dallas and the Celtics obviously at this point soured on him additionally after offering that deal in camp and said, we're not doing this now. So yeah. I don't love that. I don't think the Celtics valued him minutes wise, contract wise, and even in the room. And we'll, we'll bring Jimmy Toscano in here for some early thoughts on this. What okay, up boys? What up, bro? Happy, uh, happy. I don't want to say happy grant day. Cause it's not a happy day, but happy uh, July 5th. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that works. It's not a happy day for everybody, but it's a happy day for Grant Williams, I'm sure. I mean, I think he made the most money he could possibly make today. $13 million a year over four years. It's a good deal for him. I think we all realized that $20 million a year. We realized early on that that was never 
going to happen. That was more of a pipe dream. And then the way things sort of shaped out for him this season, the role he ended up with, I think he has to be pretty happy financially with 13 million a year with four years. Now I know Bobby, you're going to get, you probably already got into what it means for the Celtics and if it's a good deal and all that stuff, but we'll get into that. We're just getting there. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Jimmy? But for Grant, I got to say congrats to Grant for, for, for making that money. I mean, um, we had, we had an interesting, we had a fun relationship with Grant on this show. I think a lot of fans would probably say the same, but at the end of the day, uh, I think we all agree. Grant's a good guy. He deserves the, he deserves the payday. Um, and for that, good for him. As far as the Celtics are concerned, I'm not stunned to see this happen. I think that we all kind of wondered where he fit into their plans uh, moving forward. Obviously, it didn't seem that he was that Missoula was a big fan of his. I mean, based on the DNP CDs that he stacked up um, halfway through the year and, and the limited to basically no role that he ended up with uh, in the playoffs. So it shouldn't be a shock to anybody to see that he's now playing for another organization. Um, now, is it a good thing for the Celtics? I don't know, to, to be determined, I guess, right? I mean, I don't think a lot of people are – I shouldn't say this because I, I didn't think a lot of people were going to be fired up about the Celtics draft, and I tweeted something out about it, and I got like 100 tweets basically saying that I'm an idiot, I don't understand the cap, I don't get what the Celtics are doing, and just basically – John actually said it. He goes, it used to be you don't know ball, now it's you don't know the cap. So I'm sure Bobby and Joe Sway can probably explain the reasons behind a deal like this and why they're stacking up second round picks. And the goal is to what flip them for established players or something we, like we that. We can do that, Jimmy. But the, the gist here is you could have kept Grant and, and you chose not to. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, they chose not to. And, and am I, I stunned? Am but... I stunned by that? No, I'm, I'm a little surprised because you're in a situation right now, if you're the Boston Celtics, you want to get better, right? The you don't want to get the, worse. The price is a little prohibitive here, Jimmy, but you, you know, you've covered a million signings in a million different sports, you know, and I think like Bogarts was the latest one where you're like, whoa, like walking out the door, you're just like, whoa, this number's crazy. And you know, that different was a crazy sport, deal. Different, different situation. But is this a deal you look at and go, whoa, they can, they can do this. It's not a deal. Look, I can go whoa, but it's literally the most I thought Grant was probably going to make. And I think if the Celtics signed him, I would have said, I mean, all right. I mean, they obviously, they obviously think this guy is going to have a bigger role than he had last season to give him thirteen million. This seems like a deal that like the Knicks would sign. Like this is like a Knicks. Like it's like a player who is average, and he's getting thirteen million a year. Is it a tradable contract? Sure, it's a tradable contract because it's thirteen million a year. But I'd be surprised if there's anybody out there who's going to be like, yeah, we need Grant Williams. Like, he's, he's the focal point of the trade that we're looking for. He's a, he's a salary cap, you know, match guy, right? I mean, he's a role player. Uh, he's situational. Um, he's going to be on a completely new team now. So it's, it will be interesting to see how he fits in with those guys and what role he has there. But on the Celtics team, let's face it, he was, uh, you know, at best, he was going to give you 20 okay minutes, you know, and give you some energy and hustle. I'm not going to fault him for, <clears throat> for um, firing Jimmy Butler up. Um, <laughs> I, that was, you know, a lot of people. One of his final moments. That would be the last thing. That would be the last thing people say about him. But to be honest, I think that was, you know, something that he should be, you know, commended for. And not, not you know, to an extent. You know, you want to have attitude. You want to show that fire. And when he played, he played hard. 
he may not have, he wasn't the most talented guy on the court, but he played hard. He played tough. Um, he probably played a little bit too, like more out of his pay grade sometimes than they should have. Maybe that was an issue and why he found himself on the bench at times. But at the end of the day, Bobby, it's not a lot of money, but it clearly was too much for the Celtics to pay based on where they see their future going with some of the guys that are either on this team or they're, you know, they're looking at the future and maybe they're seeing other teams that are going to have some players that they're going to need to offload at some point and they see those guys as potential targets, uh, whether it's this season or down the road. So, you know, Grant Williams is who he is. I don't think he's going to change much um, going to another team. Maybe he gets more playing time. and, and But I think we've, I think we kind of know the type of player that he is at this point. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, it's a commitment, right, Jimmy? I feel like the team just wasn't ready to make that commitment with Grant. And right. people can say what they want about what happened last year, relationship with Joe Missoula. But at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. It's, 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 do they trust this guy enough to put him into their future? You know, it is long term, especially now in the NBA, right, with the new CBA and, you know, having a guy on the books for another four years that you – not quite sure what his role is, right? He never really defined that. And sure, he didn't hit it, it off. Changed. It changed a lot. It, things were different when he when Ime was around. Uh, you, you can make that argument for sure. But you can also say that if this team isn't comfortable with giving him that type of money and he's not even a starter, I mean, do you really fault them for that? I mean, obviously, we have to wait to see how they how they finish up this offseason. I don't think they're done here. But um, I think when right. we look back at this offseason, we'll say, well, yeah, of course, others didn't give him that kind of money because look at what happened the season before. And, you know, Bobby, you bring up a good point too. We talked about Joe McGuigan, but you just, you mentioned right before Jimmy hopped on how <clears throat> things were in the locker room, how the team responded, that whole poke the bear thing, how no one had his back on that. I mean, look, I'm not saying that the team was a cancer or anything in the locker room or anything like they that. They didn't endorse him. No one endorsed him. They I mean, didn't. I wouldn't say no one. I think Tatum – Stood in his corner. But to and me, that, that, that night, though, I, I feel like that night, it, it, it said a lot. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That night he didn't. But I think generally Tatum stood Generally, in his he's the one guy that would joke around and say, like, it rents his guy and all that. Right. But I don't think it was one of the – again, I don't think it was a – this team is like, man, we, we need to get him out of here. But he's replaceable. I just think that that's what it came down to, that we can replace this guy. And if we can save a whole lot of money doing it, let's do that because we have this massive supermax or close to supermax, whatever the situation is with Jalen right now that they have to tend to after all these offseason moves are done. He is replaceable, Joe Sway, and I think that's what it came down to. You know, Easily? Given... Easily what? Replaceable? Yeah. But a well, team like this, not, not with, should be. You know, not not today. I mean, they the, listen, when it comes down to it, are the Celtics worse today than they were before the trade, assuming it's either Grant Williams or draft picks? Yeah, they're worse. They lost a guy who was a part of their team for, you know, who knows, a couple of, you know, a few picks that maybe they can flip. I would imagine the goal is that they could flip them down the road. But roster-wise, yeah, they're a little bit worse. So if you're a Celtics fan today, you're not thrilled about what's happened over the last, you know, couple weeks, right? I mean, it seems like um, there's a delicate balance here of trying to, you know, stay a team that's considered a title contender or one of the best teams in the league, but also try to prepare for 
you know, these cap situations that are going to come down the line and giving a ton of money to Jalen Brown, which I know we're going to get into that at some point uh, later on in the show. Um, so there's obviously way more going on that it's, it's way more complicated than just, do we want to give Grant Williams, you know, 54 million over four years or whatever it was. Was that what that, yeah. 54 million over four years. So there's you know, a lot is, of moving that's what parts it is. here. Yeah. And we'll see what happens, but all we can do is talk about what's here. Exactly. Today. Yeah. And they lost. So you would have done it, Bobby. It sounds like you would have done it. If this is it, if this is the roster, I think you should have done it. That's now, why that's why Brad can't be can't be finished there. He's gotta it's gotta have another move. Not necessarily because this might be a money thing. They might want to stay under the second apron this year. If you wanna have that sustainability of having your pick in seven years, obviously I don't think that's a big deal. No, Bobby wants, his, me, but... Bobby wants his boy O'Shea to grab that spot, Jimmy. That's what's going on here. Yeah. No, I mean, they're different players. And this is why I say it's not easy to replace Grant. If we're being real, if we're being fair, and I know Grant's another guy like Smart who drove people crazy at times. This is a guy who shot 40% steadily. I mean, every time they throw him into the game, Jimmy, in the playoffs, he'd just start nailing threes. And we'd be like, whoa, why isn't he playing? The defense came and went. At 2022, he was excellent. He was a key part of those wins over the uh, Bucks and heat guarding bam and Giannis. it was extraordinary what he did that year and that obviously isn't who he is that was his peak performance there but he was still a super versatile defender that you could throw in a bunch of different lineups here not to mention jimmy as we talk about leadership throughout the postseason and the lack of it here this is a guy who tried you know back to that butler situation Caught a lot of flack for it. A very weird fallout to that, as Joe Sway said, the team not stepping up for him in that moment. Hated it. I absolutely hated it. It said more about the team. It said more about the team than it did Grant, as far as I was concerned. And it reflected a year where they really relegated him. And you know, there was reporting after the season that Tatum and Brown went to uh, Joe and was like, you know, you got to play this guy more. That surprised me because it almost felt like Joe was carrying out players not being crazy about him or his antics or whoever else. And you know what it was at the end of the day, Jimmy? I don't think this front office loved them. They bring in Gallinari. They try to replace him that way. That doesn't work. They bring in Mescala. try to replace him that way. That doesn't work. Now they're bringing in O'Shea Brissett. We'll see. They have a lot of draft picks. They have Jordan Walsh. But they don't think he's worth the money, Jimmy. That's all this says. And maybe not, but... The thing about these deals is you can sign them and trade them down the line. They're not difficult to move. And to give them up for, yes, you get a couple seconds here and we'll see how those play out. But you're a championship team that lost a nice depth piece here for nothing effectively today. I mean, that's that's the that's the half of it that people on your side agree with. You know, you lost a guy who who is a piece. And, you know, how big of a piece, I think, is up for debate. And that's where the, the deal comes into play. Yeah, you lost a guy that contributed to a championship caliber team. However, Bobby, they came up short. They came up right. short this year. So did you need to shake this up. They came up short the year before. They've come up short in prior years. And I know Grant isn't, um, you know, part of all those. Um, but that is. 2020? Sure. There you go. So th- there's there's – I'm not saying it's Grant's fault, but – they are doing what a lot of fans wanted them to do, which is shake things up a little bit. And you can't just bring it back. Not after the way it's gone the last couple of, you know, you say, oh, well, they got to the NBA finals. Oh, they got to Eastern Conference finals. Sure. But the 
expectations changed throughout the course of the year. And in that sense, they underperformed both years based right. on, on the roster they had. And I think, so, that, you know, the smart moves more indicative of that. This one to me is just a little bit of money trimming along. It the might perimeter. be. It might be. You know what? Yeah. Unfortunately for Grant, I guess. And that happens. He, he's you know, not, if John was here, yeah. he'd say you can't keep everybody. Exactly. You can't. And Grant isn't good enough. I hate to say it. Grant isn't good enough to just say, oh, we'll figure it out later. He's not. He's yeah. just not. He's not that. He's not an all-star caliber player. You don't just say, "Oh, you got to do whatever you can to keep this guy," and you know, figure it out. No, I mean, you ha- as a GM, you have to weigh the pros and the cons. You can't just say, "Oh, we're going to bring everybody back," or you know, we're going to pay this tax or that tax. And I get it; like the new CBA now makes it extremely complicated for you know, I guess the regular fan, the average fan, to understand, um, you know. The implications. The, the, the implications, the pitfalls, like the the yeah ramifications of of course of of just re-signing guys, and that to me, honest, that kind of sucks. I think it sucks for the brand a little bit. I think when something's so complicated that it's hard to make an argument one way or the other, it kind of ruins the whole point of like following the team or de- making debates and yeah, that's true. Wanting players to come back, it's like oh well, they have to do it because if they don't. X, Y, Z is going to happen in two years or whatever. But it's whatever. the same as the tax was, Jimmy. You could always say, oh, a tax, blah, 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 blah. The guy's gone. But you can always deal with the consequences of that. And I know there's more team now it's harder, consequences. Right, yeah, exactly. there's, there's more tangible basketball reasons you might not want to do this. But as I've said all along, I don't, I don't find them that impactful, especially, you know, we actually got the document read through it a, a week ago or so here. And it's just – you so, lose a pick in seven years. You can't sign a mid-level guy. It's not It's not a huge deal. The one thing that is a big deal is if you go over the line, doing trades becomes a little bit That's what it is, Bobby. Here. It's that. That's yeah. the biggest thing, I think, is doing yeah. trades. Yeah, having um, flexibility. And, yes, as you say, in general, not having this contract on the books makes you a little bit more flexible. But it, would you have done it, Josue? Would you have matched? Nah. Me neither. All right. Four yeah, years. Four commitment. years. Fifty-four. And like you uh, said, Bobby, teams are gonna get even. You know, they're gonna they're gonna try to find ways to save money, and it's gonna be even harder to trade them down the road. I mean, maybe, maybe not, but Celtics weren't willing to take that risk right now. They just they just can't. They have to try to, you know. Bobby, you can get a corner three. They got to clear the books as much I'm as they sorry. can. Sorry, you can use the percentages all you want, but. He's getting set up for these wide open threes in the corner. This isn't a guy that's creating his own shots. He's not a focal point of anybody's offense. He never will be. He's Fair an energy enough, guy. Forty percent's a big number. Fine, that's but you big, can find that. Number. You can find that if you have enough talent on the floor to open things up. You can stick a guy in the corner, and he should be able to get you close to forty percent. And really, what are we talking about? Thirty-eight percent or forty percent at the end of the day? I mean, it's it's when you hit the shots, right? So if he if if he, if he couldn't be counted on. It, apparently he couldn't be counted on according to Missoula in a lot of key games. And I know that Missoula finally went to him and he did hit some shots, but if that's a general feeling, who cares what your percentage is? If you're only taking, you know, two shots a game, uh, you know, and, and, and averaging 13 minutes a game and you're coming in in the you know beginning of the second quarter, who freaking cares? So that's, that's not what I'm frustrated is I, the, the move itself. Isn't what I'm frustrated with as much as how they handled it throughout the Who'd year. Who'd they get? Can we go over the actual deal? Game? Yeah, they got in this deal three second round picks. They get a six, seven million dollar TP, give or take. Um, because, yeah, and you know, that's a, something that makes me feel a little bit worse about this deal, too, is you're not getting that full salary as a TP. 
that would have given you the flexibility to go out and get a guy who makes that money this year if you want to do that. If you just said, Grant's not this guy, let's go get someone else who makes this money. But six, seven million isn't getting you a ton. It only lasts till the end of the season. So if they're trying to stay under that second apron line this year, you can't you can't use it. Uh, so that might just end up going to waste like the Fournier ATP mm-hmm. did. Um, so, you know, you're getting some seconds here. Would you have to... wanted Fournier, Bobby? Would you have wanted that Fournier deal? No. So looking back on that, that's another deal so... I wanted them to do that there you go. was the wrong move. And maybe Grant will prove that way too. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just doesn't break through in Dallas. They have to dump him. Doesn't end up making a good deal. And the Celtics look good here because they've made that right call before i think that was under brad right yeah it was yeah. a lot of people would say they made the right call on gordon hayward too who can't stay on the court still that was so, danny right but yeah. there there's a there you know a lot of people would say they made they drew a line right they've they, they've they've made some good calls on letting guys go or or you know just not re-signing guys whether it was their choice or not you know Kyrie, whoever you want to go go down the line on, on certain players they've so let's let's get into what they need to do next i think it's a good time right now we got a whole so the three, the three the seconds one was it 2024 i think one was it 2025 and one was it 2020 the 25's a swap it's a swap oh, the swap. 28 okay. i believe is unprotected all those unprotected so they're still doing my plan they're stacking seconds to trade up for brawny james right and then, <laughs> then they yeah, will get plans. lebron james this is, this is what Jimmy thinks motivating the, the boatload of seconds that they collect in here. They obviously got, what, three or four on draft night? Um, yeah. That uh, was apparently, the, according to my Twitter, that was the greatest draft in Celtics history, by the way. I don't know if you guys heard. You got a first in the smart deal uh, in the end from Golden State. And, yeah, all those, all those picks from draft night. So you get two... Three, four, five, six, seven-ish seconds here, and a first out of all of this, and then of course Walsh comes in as well from that uh, smart deal. So you're definitely kicking assets into the future. You're definitely loading up on some assets to make some new moves. The Celtics really didn't have future seconds going into this off season, but they're also not hard to acquire. I wouldn't get caught up on they got a lot out of these seconds here. I, are they all Dallas picks? Because you got to think Dallas is going to continue to be pretty good, right? Yeah. I wouldn't unless say that. Unless this Kyrie thing goes haywire. Dude, how about how about Kyrie and Grant as a duo? That's going to be fun to watch. Those He didn't get to experience it. He came in after Kyrie left. Right, I know. So Ky- Kyrie, Kyrie's in for a rude awakening. By the way. He's going to be like, Grant, can you stop talking for five minutes? <laughs> Was this their last? Grant thought Jalen didn't like him. Wait, wait until he meets Kyrie. By the way, and this goes back to can you easily replace him? Grant took a little while to develop here. Again, 2020 didn't play a ton. 2021 wasn't on the court at all. And he just seemed like one an awful pick right in there with Romeo and the other stuff they did that year. He became pretty good. They developed him well, became a great shooter. It took a little bit of time here. So if you're bringing in young guys like Jordan Walsh, it, it takes time. And that's that's what's tough about letting a guy like this go who you invested a lot in. But we'll get you can in. make the case he only gave you one good year. Of hmm. course. Given so you got fifty four million on one good year. Congrats to Grant. I'm he's telling stuck, you. He's stuck with it though. I'll always remember Grant for that. I mean, remember how his career started? Totally. I'm being what, harsh, what, what but he? he missed what was it, like 20, 25 25 straight 25, 25 three pointers. And like 
obviously that was a, a focal point in his game. And look what look what happened. He turned into a forty percent three point shooter, and obviously it's a big reason why I think he got this money. You know, and I think he fits well in Dallas. I think it's going to be a good role for him. All right, let's take a quick break here for a sponsor, and we'll be right back to talk about what the Celtics need to do next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <clears throat> what do they need to do next here, Jim Sway? Is this it? No, it can't be. Can't be it. They got to address the front court one way or another. Maybe it doesn't cost them Brogdon. Maybe that's not the case, but then Can you I don't hear know me? that. Yes. Yeah, we got you now. All right, real that, quick, um, real quick Joe Sway, before we get started. What, what what did I just watch? We're not doing live reads anymore? <laughs> oh yeah you haven't been on in a while right? one of the commercials <laughs> yeah bobby you sound like uh david allen boucher on that read, <laughs> I, I know whether to bet or to uh you know slip on a slip into my pjs and, and, and chill. <laughs> quite the voice on that read Thank i gotta you. tell you though Youngins might not remember. I didn't catch you. I tried to sneak in a bathroom break there, Jimmy. I mean, Youngins might not not remember David Allen, but that's a great call. Yeah, it was a throwback to the to the OGs who who was that Magic Magic Magic. point seven. You know what's crazy about him? One day I was like, "What's this? What's this guy look like? I got to figure out what this guy." I went on their website. It's just a shadow. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. See him? Serious. You don't know who he is. No, but you know that what he is. You know that voice. You know that voice. Anyways, all right. Yeah, I'm sad if I can't cut in on uh, ad reads anymore. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have. Yeah, to actually, just retired a year ago. I feels like so long ago. But that was Chitty last year. Did Joe Sway? Yeah, yeah. It's not as nearly as you know big as it was before. But yeah, it was last year. Should we? Do you know what everyone wants to talk about right now? And we should just David Allen Boucher. <laughs> what? Boston uh, DJs, you know, legend. <laughs> we'll get to. We'll get to why. Uh, what they need to do next year and the grant stuff at the end. But people are asking and people want to hear us talk about why the Celtics haven't signed right. Jalen Brown. We're to trying to keep him on a little bit longer. But okay. No, this is big. We got to talk about this. We got to address it. Why haven't they done this? All yes. these extensions started flying through Desmond Bain, Tyrese Halliburton. I don't think any other Supermaxes have come through here. I can't think of who's available at the top or who's eligible at the top. But he was eligible to sign this when July opened. Uh, and it hasn't happened, and there really haven't been whispers about it, just reassurance that it's going to happen at some point, and they're just focused on other things. Well, the grant thing's done. You, have, you would have to think this is going to come through in the short future, if that's true. You would have to think, but you wonder if there's some negotiating going on here, right? It, maybe that's something Celtics have to take into consideration. That's after, the most likely explanation, right? Well, after the Kristaps Porzingis trade, and obviously Jason Tatum coming up, and but yeah, the the grand move certainly pushes things further, right? I, I feel like the Celtics should be close to that point. But I think with everything else going on in the NBA, though, all these big names that are being you know involved in trade rumors, trade requests, obviously, I think if you're the Celtics, you're smart and waiting to see how everything you know how the dust settles after all that, and see if you can get in there and get somebody else or do some kind of deal that that um, falls into your lap, so to speak, right? So I think there's a big part of that as well. But, you know, if I if I was a betting man, I'd say they get this thing done. So you're talking about trading him? No, 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 not trading Jalen. I mean, like, trying to 
do a, another deal for one of those guys that I get left out to the side for one of those but, trades. But right? with, with not guys. signing Jalen doesn't prevent you from doing that. Jalen's money starts next year. His money's the same this year, $30 million. So these explanations I keep reading that – I'll oh, give you an explanation. Yeah, if you're trading for a guy with, with two, three years on his deal, it kind of changes things, right? I feel like the Celtics have to kind of – you or know, the Jalen thing for- – the Jalen thing, I feel like, isn't going. I mean, when you, you are you afraid he's going to be offended or something? I mean, if you're the Celtics, it's not like he's going to say, you know what? No, you took too long. You know, no, it's just weird. It's it's not something you use. If it's there's a little number... weird, but Bob, when you think about Tatum, obviously, you know, not too far from his extension. I mean, that's that's historic. Celtics will be the first to have two super. Right. Next so that, that let's start with that, Jimmy. Do you think that's what it is here? They're trying to give him a haircut here and try what? to get less than the supermax. This is what happened. What was it? July. Wait, so first. July. Tomorrow is what's tomorrow? Tomorrow's the, the moratorium ends. Okay, means nothing then for what we're talking about. So not really. I think what happened on July first is is all the all the green teamers, all the diehard fans. They stayed up late. They stayed up late. They waited. They waited and they waited. They thought it was gonna happen. You're right speaking o- over there, Jimmy. Sorry, it's this thing. Um, <laughs> they they kept refreshing Twitter. And they waited and they waited. I, I kept talking to people saying, oh, any minute now, any minute now. Talk to me when he, when he signs the max deal. To, to me, it's very obvious why he hasn't signed a max deal yet. Because a max deal isn't being offered. Otherwise, what's the problem? I mean, dude, if you're Jalen Brown, you're not you're not too busy to sign a $300 million contract. And if you're the Celtics trying to prove I mean, that Some of the stuff I'm reading is ridiculous. Oh, he's overseas. They just haven't talked about it. Come on. See, that, that that's what I... I hate to say it, but there are some people who are just in denial about a lot of things in life. And if you're a Celtics fan, you might be in denial about about some things related to the Celtics. And one of those things, I would be stunned at this point if he's getting a max offer. And whether or not you think he deserves it or not is a different story. But the point is, they might be offering him five years. I'll tell you what, I tweeted this a couple of days ago because I thought it was, or yesterday because I thought it was interesting. Uh, Windhorse was on ESPN and he, and he said something about five years, 270 million is a lot of money. And I know that he probably just misspoke, but it got me thinking, wow, I wonder if he heard something thinking that maybe that's what the offer is, or maybe it's just, maybe it's, you know, five, five million about dollars. That, Jimmy. This, this is a five year deal. So if it was 270, you're cutting like two, 3 million a year off the deal. Like, is that, does that make any impact uh, at five, all? Five, five million, five times five is 25. Five, right? Yeah. Don't make me do math. Don't make me do math. Yeah, it's twenty-five. It's five million a year. I mean, Bobby, it's, these are real dollars. That's a, that's a are, tax bracket, I guess. Yeah. These are real dollars, Bobby. I don't know. Like, this isn't like right. funny money here. So, so you think it's a money thing that they're just trying to cut down the money here? I don't know. Some, what else could it be? It's not going to be. What else could it be at this point? At I mean, the they, end of the day, they, no. They, don't that they have leverage? Don't the sellers they have, have leverage. leverage here? They have leverage. So, if you're a businessman, if you're a good one. You're not just going to, you know, blow all your money just because you want everybody to feel good. You got to make the smart business decision. Jalen Brown can make a ton of money still on the Celtics more than he can on any other team. So it's still in his best interest to sign a deal if, in fact, the Celtics are offering him, uh, you know, close to what the max is. But at the end of the day, you know, they have to decide on whether or not they just like they have to decide with. Every other star that's come and gone through Boston over the years, Jalen Brown's not the first one, right? And he won't be the last. So I don't know what the reason is why Jalen Brown hasn't signed a deal yet or why it didn't happen at the strike of whatever the time was supposed to be, 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock. 
But to me, my antennas are up now, and they've been up for a couple of days now because there's just there's no word coming out. There's nothing's come up, right? It's been very, very quiet. So we we talked about Jimmy's this. got Jimmy's got Dame on the mind. I'm gonna go. That's interesting. That's very uh, interesting. I think they could be waiting we, here. Hey, you never know. We we talked about giving him a haircut. Does that help you? Does it make any impact? Blah blah blah. blah. I think when we talked about this last, we all agreed that. Or I guess some I don't know who agreed on what, but we mentioned is it worth pissing him off and getting into that give and take or even kicking it to next offseason when he becomes a free agent over trying to save a couple million dollars a year here? I don't think so. Is it worth I, pissing him off? Bobby, he's gonna make more money than anyone could ever dream of in a million years. Like if you're talking about a guy that you're worried about pissing him off over a few million dollars, then that's the only reason he wants to play for you is for the max deal. He wants to get every cent possible, I'm sure. Well, isn't that just great? Isn't that just awesome? And that everyone has to tiptoe around him and 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 roll at the red carpet and do every freaking thing humanly possible to make this guy happy. How about just being happy and 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 you know being happy? It's a that business, you're... Jimmy. He feels like he's worth every cent of that he earned all sure. in the end and, he and maybe the status. He is, and maybe he is maybe that's fine it's a business on both sides just like and he's said. gonna say tatum's gonna get this eventually so why aren't i too like are they gonna try to give tatum a haircut i think everyone would agree that tatum's right but he doesn't look at it this way deal. i'm just trying to explain like that's what fine. he's probably coming at it as well i so, don't think so it's because he doesn't because he doesn't understand reality everyone's supposed to just cater to his his, his no i'm just beliefs. trying to i'm trying to explain his perspective and maybe the celtics are trying to give him a haircut here and do a fair deal from their perspective but you know how teams are jimmy they give their max guy the max and this is and what happens weird stuff it what depends happens how you feel later. about your guy so, so yeah. here's my take jimmy and this isn't informed this what this isn't informed. Oh, I don't think that there's no reporting behind this. this but isn't informed. Here we go. Uninformed take coming at you. <laughs> I think they're, I think they're intensely debating this Lily thing, and you're getting, you know, there's some rumblings here too. Haynes reported today that they've reached out about Lily. I heard that. You can dream up any scenario you want here. Rob Grant, this or that. Well, Grant's obviously had the picture now. Brogdon picks. It's not happening without Jalen. I think there's a real debate going on behind the scenes here of whether or not they should do a Brown for Lily deal. And it's not getting out, which is smart. We talked about this. It shouldn't get out if they're considering something like this. I'm sure they haven't offered Brown because then it would get out. But I think they're talking long and hard about this because once you sign Brown they to the Supermax get, deal. They can't get Lillard without giving up Brown. That's what you're saying. Yes. And once you sign Brown to the Supermax deal, you can't trade him for a year. For so you're a year. out on the I understand that. Yeah. yeah. So I think forget the money, forget him being in Paris and not having his phone on him. I think they're debating Brown for Lillard right now. Because again, you can pay Brown fifty million or you can pay Lillard fifty million. And that's a real debate. Who's worth yeah. fifty million? Like you said, Jimmy, if you don't think Brown's worth fifty million, you're not gonna try to cut five million a year, do this or that. You're going to trade him for a guy that you think is worth that. And maybe they look at Lillard or someone in there looks at Lillard and says, this is who we need to go Lillard's, get. Talk Lillard's about a contract, shakeout. His contract right now 
or year over year is fine. It's it's the last year that everyone's like, the last two years about. where the extension yeah. starts. Yeah, right. Those are those are big. Those are wild numbers. Right now, it's fair money. So, what do you think, Joe Sway? Is this something they should think about? I think it's something worth considering. I think it's something that you have to talk to Tatum about a little bit, see what he thinks. I don't think that he should be the ultimate guy who decides what what happens there. But you you have to see how he feels about something like this, right? And you know, and wasn't there reporting from March? I was going to say, according that, to reports, yeah. yeah, according to reports, he's been trying to recruit, quote unquote, recruit, or has been trying to get that idea into Lillard. And that's head. a big deal, Jimmy, because again, it's it's a pipe dream to land Lillard without Brown. So if Tatum's out there recruiting him, that how says does, a lot. Well, how does Jalen feel about know, that, yeah. right? You know, it, it, does that does that include? And again, I think that's something that was just said on TV most likely, or right? But yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to put too much stock into that because who knows what who knows what could happen? Yeah, what, what players are saying to each other, and you know, maybe Tatum does think there's a way that they can get Lillard and keep Brown. When you're a player, you just want to stack talent. You don't really care about. Yeah, you're not you know, thinking about you're the not cap GM. Trades work. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, you expect these guys to understand the ins and outs of the cap. They don't. It's not a knock on them. I mean, nobody understands them really. But point is, they yeah. If if a guy like Lillard's available, he's like, yeah, that would be sick to get Lillard. Like that doesn't mean like screw Jalen Brown. That just means like, oh, it would be awesome to get him now. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, now, you don't know what that means for Tatum. Right. Yeah. Now the problem, the the cons about Lillard are his age, right, getting up there. In basketball years now uh and obviously the money and he's had some i guess some maybe the Celtics abdominal have, injuries yeah he has in some injuries years. he doesn't have like the the knee issues that like you know kemba walker had that you know i think some Celtics fans are have ptsd about which i can understand jalen brown a lot younger uh going into the prime of his career currently a celtic second team all nba all-star you can go down the line on why jalen brown deserves to uh you know get uh a max deal i guess some people feel he does some people feel he doesn't where the celtics at is is really what it comes down to if they feel jalen brown's a max player they probably don't care to trade him for damian lillard if they really feel that he's good enough to give give this amount of money to and that he can help them win a championship because you know, they already know what they have as opposed to training for a guy that's an unknown, a guy that I guess the other knock is apparently he only wants to go to one team. So um, that's the big thing. He brought brings up Miami. This is a real problem here if they're thinking about doing this. Is It's almost similar to KG, Jimmy. Remember KG? I, and I don't know all the particulars, Josue, too. KG didn't really want to come here, did he? And he needed to do an extension. And he needed to have some assurance that he was bought in. It's different with Lillard because he signed so long, but – a lot of the reporting out there is that he only wants to go to Miami and yeah. that other teams aren't thrilled about doing it if he's not committed to those situations. Which... Yeah, this scenario in this scenario, it would be like what 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 Phoenix meant to that to that, you know, trade, right? Remember that yeah. movie? But then they realized or Garnett realized, wait, there's not gonna be a whole lot left in Phoenix once they make this deal. And so Boston made a lot more sense when so, you look at the assets, right? So you could do it and try to convince them, and obviously there's a relationship with Tatum there, but uh, there was that Chris Haynes interview, I think weeks ago now, maybe even a month ago, where they asked him, Boston, they got a lot to offer. They got Brown, and he laughed. He was like, it's not going to be Boston. <laughs> he laughed on the air to that question. So It's just kind of weird. The whole, the whole Lillard stuff is just weird because all years and years, he's he wants, you know, he's, he wants to stay in Portland. He's loyal, and I understand, like, feelings change. 
but to go from one extreme to the opposite, just like that, where it's like, you want to go from, you know, sticking it out in Portland and putting a winning team together to, Oh, actually I'm, I'm going to kind of screw Portland here and, and not want to play for, I'm not going to let them trade me to, you know, a team that makes sense for them, but I'm only going to play for this one team. Hey buddy, you don't have a no trade clause. I hate to tell you. So you don't have that power. You're not a child. You shouldn't. Right. So that's you know, where the Celtics how, come in. Cry and piss and moan about it because you didn't go to your favorite team that you wanted to go to. That's just not. Again, that's not, or it shouldn't be reality. And like, and we're we're so used to players, the, man. We're so used to the players prevailing in these situations. But let's be real. If he gets traded to Boston, he's signed through 2027 or 2026 with the player option. So that's three seasons he's signed for. He's gonna sit out or like stop trying or it just doesn't seem realistic to me that he derailed this situation. I don't think he would. And if no. you're the trailblazers, you just straight up take the best offer. Now, if, if Lillard coming out or if reports coming out that Lillard only wants to play for the heat, if that's preventing teams from giving you good offers, then that sucks. But if you're the blazers, you have to just get, you have to trade him for the best offer. It doesn't matter where you trade him to. You've already done enough for him over the years you've given him as much money as you've given him you've done your best to put winning teams around him at points i'm not saying last year was one of those obviously but they've they've done good by lillard uh, throughout his career i don't think they owe it to lillard to make sure that they treat him to the only team that he wants to play on getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at blue nile can help your love sparkle just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Right. So that's the particulars there. And that's why you have to exceed Miami's offer. Everyone's saying, oh, Miami's offer is terrible you'd have to convince Portland that it's worth, you know, shake it, ruffling feathers with that agent or whatever it might be, things that they're concerned about into the future if they send Lloyd somewhere he doesn't want to go. So you'd have to make it worth Portland's while. The tricky thing is Jalen signed one year, so he has no staying power in Portland unless they're, uh, you know, in agreement with him, wink, wink, nod, nod, we're going to get that something done at the end of the year because the money is fairly comparable the Blazers get Jalen's bird rights. I think it's 200-something. He'd be leaving a lot of money on the table here uh, compared to just signing the Supermax. But he could end up getting you know, significant money there from Portland once he hits free agency. He can't extend for big money now, so he would be going to free agency at that point. It's risky from Portland's perspective. But if they like Jalen and they view him as a starting point, it would be his team at that point, which I know – would probably be desirable to him in some way. It's just risky. Um, you have no idea. The guy's going to go to free agency and he's going to get a hundred or not a hundred, but he's going to get as many max deals as he possibly can. So other teams can't offer him a, other teams can't offer him a ton and it's only four years versus five years at that point. But, uh, you know, if he doesn't want to be in Portland, he doesn't have to at that point. Right. This is all stuff that's going to be figured out. If a deal like this got done, the side that's, Interesting for us, obviously, is do you want Lillard? I think there's a strong case. It's a juicy question. <laughs> Your biggest issue in recent years has been crunch time. 
he's one of the best crunch time players oh in recent God. history. I mean, look at the moments he's had in those situations over the years in the playoffs too. He, your issue's been ball handling at times. There's a high level point guard, high he's level ball say handler. It. He's gonna say it. <laughs> and you know, you, you, again, balancing who do you want to pay fifty million to per year, Brown or Lloyd? I'm a no. Whoa! After all that, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a no. build up. After build up. all that, I'm a no, and it's close. I think there's a real debate. I think it's very enticing if you don't want to pay Brown that $50 million, give it to Lillard, who I think is proven and shown that he's worth that. But I'm not doing it. Why? Number one? You're scared. A little bit, but that's number three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's number one? <laughs> number one, you've done this before. Irving, Isaiah, blah, 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 down the line. You've had that thing. smaller point guard, Kemba, and it hasn't worked. <clears throat> number two... He's what? 33? And at the end of this deal, he's 36. Dinosaur. It reminds me a little bit of Kemba. A million miles, a million postseasons. He's given his best basketball at this point. And Kemba was 30 when he came, right? Yeah. So I'm worried. And injuries in recent seasons with Lily, too. So I'm worried. You're giving up a young, talented player in Brown. And the Brown discourse has gotten so ridiculous, by the way. But that's a conversation for another time. You're giving up a young wing, by the way, in Brown, a more valuable position than point guard. For a couple good years left to Lillard, making exorbitant money on this next deal, I'm a no. And I'm scared, Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> Where are you at, Joe Sway? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a no, too. I mean, it's interesting. It's intriguing. especially it's very when, intriguing. When you think about that two-year, three-year window that they would have, but then what happens after that, right? Now the other corner of that is we all die. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and say that Jalen signs his max deal and then all of a sudden he stays and they go off and win three or four championships. No, I don't. I don't have those green goggles on, guys. Like, look, I had a. I gotta see it to believe it. I don't know if Jalen even finishes out this contract, but I'll take right. The, That's another factor. I'll take the Celtics risking that over putting Dame into the situation. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, here you go, man. Here's the keys. Here's the. Oh yeah, that Marcus used to sit right here. You're the new starting point guard. Again, it's intriguing. I love to see what that team would look like for the next couple of years, but I don't think it's a promising core that's going to go out and win you three, four champions. You know what I mean? I don't think you, you see a, a, a new dynasty. I just think you see a two or three year window where you have a, you have a crack at it. And the same thing could be said about Jalen as well. But I feel like with Jalen, there's more security in the sense of he's been through it, right? He's, he's ready to take that next step, or at least it seems that way. Look, historically, year after year, he gets better and better, um, you know, in terms of being that leader and, and when you need him down the stretch, he's got to still prove that, obviously, off of this game seven, the way this team went No, and, and there's a little bit more security there, as you said, Joe Swain, a guy who's going to be signing a five-year deal, not necessarily asking out after the first year or two. Wouldn't be a good look. I don't think right. it would go well, and I don't think it'd be that effective for him ending up where he wants to be after this deal. Lillard, on the other hand, has already expressed – through reports and Haynes that he doesn't want to be in Boston. So exactly. Would he put up, for, the case, then, so would he put up with it for a year and be like, I'm done if it doesn't go well? I mean, these are these are the questions you got to ask, Jimmy. Who gives you more security is another factor here, Brown or Lily. Yeah. So would you do it? It's really hard. <clears throat> I'll say this. If it comes out that Lillard's having a change of heart 
and he's talked to, you know, maybe KG or somebody who's like, hey, man, Boston's legit. I would, I would, I would do it. If, if, if you find out that Lillard's all in on Boston, and honestly, I think he would love it here. Pretty much every player aside from Kyrie has. I can't really even think of any who haven't. I know that's crazy for people to want it, for fans of other teams and people from other cities to want to admit. But players love playing in Boston. For the Celtics, they love playing in Boston against the Celtics. It's one of the best places to just play basketball. And, and Lillard's a gamer. That isn't to say Jalen isn't either. But I think they would be a great match. And I've been saying for the last year that I want, like, a big change to happen because I just don't like the mental makeup. and the This DNA would be an overhaul, though. Of this team. Also, yeah. Bobby, you compared Lillard to Kemba, and I did earlier. Talent-wise, there's no comparison. Lillard, to me, is almost – and, again, there's no, like – Today. Today. We're only – we can only live for today, Bobby. Right. Well, and, you can project 26 years old versus 33. Yeah, and, and, and listen, there's pros and cons to it. That's why it's not an easy choice. I'm not saying it's it's like you definitely do this, no questions asked. But, you know, when it goes down to it, do I also think that Jalen Brown is a 60 million? I, I, I don't think as highly of Jalen Brown as other people do. So that's why I'm leaning towards making that trade if you find out that Lillard is all aboard and is willing to buy in. And, and I think that that combination of Tatum and Lillard – to me, that's a better combination uh, right now than than Tatum and Brown has been, and I know they've been a great duo, and they've 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 passed so many you know historical marks per you know at certain games. But when it comes down to it, if you're talking about championships, I think that Lillard's uh, a great match um, can play alongside Tatum. It helps you with that guard position. You just got rid of Marcus Smart. I mean, there's still all the needs that you're gonna have to address. And so that's kind of where I'm at. But I, do I think it's gonna? Do I think it's gonna happen? No, I actually don't think it's gonna happen. I think Jalen Brown will sign a deal with the Celtics, and they will, you know, bring those two back together and see what happens. And honestly, if that happens, I don't think you'll find too many people kicking and screaming about it. I think it's still the extreme, most likely situation. But the fact that this player is available at this point in time does make it a very intriguing option for me. So that's where I'm at with it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, gun ahead, I would have – I can't do it unless I know Lillard's in. I don't know enough I, – it sounds like he's not, so in that sense I'm probably not doing it. But if I got – if I heard or got an inkling or if the Celtics found out that he was and – What me, would he do? I mean, no, they would do No, it. what he needs, Jimmy? He needs that conversation with, uh, with Chauncey Billups. Uh, Bobby, I'm just tired. I'm just – I, I don't want I don't want divas who are going to be kicking and screaming. Billups had that, had that conversation with, with KG, man. He was one of the guys that convinced him. Right. There you go. Right. So you need to be convinced. You're right, Jimmy. There's I don't a lot think Portland's at that point. Line. Portland's not at that point where they, they want to convince him. What's so good about Portland? He stayed there for that. Portland stinks. I've been to but Portland. But it's 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 his team. Yeah. Stinks as a city. Oh man, you, like it's, it's just a, Nike. There's not a whole lot going point. on in Portland. <laughs> it's I talked to it kind of smells in Portland, to be honest, too. I talked to Melo when he was there. He was like, the sun's coming out finally. <laughs> yeah. In other words, yeah. he wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Portland, Portland's listen, out of all the cities that you can go visit, if you're somebody who hasn't really traveled the country, Portland should be pretty low on your list. There's another factor here. That's that not to say, to real quick, that's not to say <laughs> that the Pacific Coast isn't beautiful. It is. I would still tell you to go to the Pacific Coast, 
but like, just you don't need to go to Portland. You're better off going to Eugene. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Eugene. Eugene's a much better city than Portland. All right, that's it. Thanks for the tip.